your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. On Radio Nova. So one gig I'm really looking forward to are the Selector at the Academy on the 11th of December. I've seen the band play Whelan's before and they put on such an incredible energetic show and they've been around for on and off I guess for 35 years and joining me now to give a bit more of an insight into the two-tone movement, you know, what fuels her passions today for this kind of music is Miss Pauline Black of the Selector. Thank you so much for joining me on the line today Pauline. Now I guess I just want to start off with the whole fact that, you know, with the fact that two-tone scour reggae isn't quite superfluous amongst today's music waves. There is still an obvious demand and love for such genres. So why do you think that is? Um, well, I think there's a, a demand for two-tone music, mm. um, in, uh, which is what I would call what we do rather yeah. than ska as such. I mean, ska was something that originated in the late 50s, early 60s in Jamaica and had a very definite kind of offbeat rhythm. I mean, we took that and we mixed it up with punk and soul and, and rock and uh, all kinds of things um, yeah. to make two-tone, which is a hybrid, which is what the name suggests, um, black and white people together and also a mixture of musics. Um, I think, you know, the best kind of things come from uh, when there's crossover between things. So, um, and we make music basically, as far as I'm concerned, that kind of tickles the soles of the feet, but also tickles a few brain cells as well. (laughs) Um, And that's a very different thing than, say, some of the ska music that um, came out of uh, Jamaica um, in the late 50s, early 60s. Wow. And you know, I was talking to Viva Albertine actually of the Slits recently and she was telling me about how hard obviously it was to be a woman in the music industry oh, around she? that time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a lady. Um, so yeah, you were talking about you know, two-tone representing, I guess, you know, the importance of standing up to sexism and racism. So how did you find it as, as a woman at, at that time when the selector started in 79? Well, I didn't know any other way of being. You know, I was a woman and I was on stage. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that if you conduct yourself properly, and I mean, it's kind of, uh, and don't give anybody any opening for <laughs> treating you in some, uh, um, uh, you know, alternative way that you might not like, then uh, normally people um, treat you okay. I didn't particularly have a problem, I wouldn't say. I mean, I'm not saying that it's easy. I mean, you know, music is, a, is very much a man's, a man's game, even today, to a certain extent. But um, in terms of, you know, being band members, playing drums, playing bass, you know, doing all of those kind of things, women are usually the singers in bands or, or you know, performers of, of some kind. So getting your ideas across, if you want to write songs and things like that, then obviously um, you, you have to uh, show that you can do those kind of things. But um, I'm always very single-minded, put it that way. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to say that it was difficult. Um, I'm just going to say that you have to use your ingenuity.
Music from Selector on my radio on Radio Nova. And joining me backstage this evening is Pauline Back, the front woman of this amazing two-tone band. Now, obviously, from being together for such a long time, Pauline, um, and having, I guess, um, discussed about a lot of the, the situations and social injustice that were going on around that time, what is it that fuels your passion today? Um, well, you just have to look around you. I mean, racism hasn't gone away and sexism is probably worse than it ever has been. Mm. I think violence towards women, I mean, worldwide is probably at an all-time high. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not just talking about a few women in this country. I'm talking about, you know, women sort of across the planet um, being used in, uh, you know, multifarious ways um, uh, to, uh, to their detriment. So uh, there's plenty to talk about. Yeah, it's incredible the way that things are still slow, so slow with, with changing all around the world and how women still can't vote in certain countries. And it, it's just, it's a crazy... Women can't crazy drive cars in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> or ride a bike in some places. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely crazy. So, yeah. Um, so, having a look just for a moment at your book, Black by Design, um, you mentioned by the time you were 42, you actually decided to go and search your birth mother, which much must have been such like an incredible and emotional experience. So how did that impact on who you are as a person and as a performer? Um, I think with anyone who's been adopted, particularly when they're mixed race and they don't really know the origins of, of their birth and, and, and who was their mother and who was their father, um, you, you become motivated after a bit. Usually when your adoptive parents have passed on, um, you feel a little freer maybe to go and investigate what your origins are. Um, and it was very much from, from that point of view. I just felt that I needed sort of some degree of closure on that. But it was a much more tumultuous experience than I had expected because I found my mother in Australia, which is probably half a world away, as wow. it were. Um, and because she was only 17 years older than I was, um, you know, it's, it's not like this big yawning chasm I had between myself and my adoptive um, parents. Um, and uh, it, it, I just feel that it, it kind of gave me a kind of closure and informed the work that I wanted to do after that in ways that I could never have envisaged before. And has she ever seen you live? Uh, yes, she has. Oh, yes. Wow. She saw uh, me live in, I think, about 2008 when I went out to Australia, yeah. Oh, amazing. What did she say after seeing you? <laughs> and she just laughed. Really? <laughs> yeah. She said, hmm, <laughs> I see you got that from your father. <laughs> <laughs> so two-tone, not quite her thing. <laughs> uh, well, no, I don't think it was quite so much that. Well, it was, yeah. uh, you know, um, uh, well, uh, my mother would probably have preferred it if I turned out like Shirley Bassey. Well, I couldn't be further away from that if I tried, could I? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you are an amazing, amazing performer, Pauline. I said before, I remember seeing you in Whelan's. I was absolutely blown away by the sheer energy and the, just the force and the feeling of the room. So can't wait to see you here in Dublin at the Academy on the 11th of December. So for those who have not yet seen you live, how would you describe the whole experience of The Selector? What we do, well, you it's do um, two hours on stage of pretty much not, non-stop um, uh, songs um, and energy, as you said, and, uh, and also, you know, talking about what's going on now. Brilliant. It sounds great. Well, Pauline Black, the Queen of British Ska, it's been a pleasure chatting you to you today. Thank you so well, much. Thank you, Sinead. Backstage. Entertainment Update. So let's come to that part of the show where you get to look ahead of the gigs happening this weekend and over the forthcoming week. And to help you out with a mammoth of gigs is Mark Cavanaugh of The Star. Hey, Mark, how's it going? 
Hi Sinead, how are you? Sorry I couldn't be with you in person this evening, but I'm already at Metropolis in the RDS, which is our first gig of the week this week. Yeah, you look at you, you've got a bit of a panel thing going on, don't you, tonight? Yeah, I'm speaking of the discussion about the history of club culture at about 7.30, but really I'm here as a music fan, looking forward to seeing the roots tonight, and tomorrow it's all about Mark Ronson, Sheik, and Georgia Marauder, three great, uh, huge acts. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a full house tomorrow. You got to go yourself? Yeah, I'm hoping to. I was hoping to try and get to see The Roots, but I couldn't manage it to, tonight. But tomorrow, I reckon, yeah, a bit of Mark Ronson, she could go down rather well, I reckon. Our next gig is one that's probably more up your street on Monday night at the Three Arena. Megadeth are in town. Oh, yeah. Trash. An iconic risk like Symphony and Destruction and Peace Cells are still part of Metal Stone Tablet Lineage, and uh, that should be uh, one hell of a rocking gig. Death Metalers, Children of Bodom are the other special guests. Nice. I don't know if that Lamb of God are playing there as well at Three Arena. That'd be brilliant, brilliant lineup, especially for Metalers. Moving on to something a bit more soulful and chilled and beautiful, which is. John Grant, Monday yeah. night and Tuesday night at Vicker Street. I'll be there on Tuesday. If anyone else is coming along, do say hello. The Colorado singer-songwriter got his latest gold star when he filled in for Sinead O'Connor at the Galway Arts Festival recently, and he was a Sundown highlight at last year's Body and Soul. He's also played Electric Mythic with Sinead guesting on vocals with him. And last time he played in Dublin in the Olympia, he had Sinead and Conor O'Brien from Villagers join him. So who knows who might be on stage on Monday and Tuesday night at Vicker Street. Uh, his latest album, Grey Kickles, Black Pressure, it's one of my albums of the year. It doesn't seem to be everyone's John Grant favourite, but uh, you'll probably only play a few of that and then all the old favourites. That'll be an amazing night. And yeah, extra special bonuses there in terms of who we might invite on stage. Well, Mark, good luck with your little panel discussion later on and I may see you down there in Metropolis. Cheers. Thanks, Sinead. Thanks so much. Bye-bye now. So it is going up to seven. The show is over already. I'll be back with more backstage interviews, music news and great tunes next week, next Saturday for um, six o'clock. Peter Devon's here with the Saturday soundtrack. He's got great stuff on the way from the likes of Thin Lizzy, Nirvana and the Maccabees. That's coming up right after the Radio Nova News at seven. Have a great weekend.